I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network, and this is a breaking news alert. The four women of the special grand jury in Fulton County investigating 2020 criminal election interference is now speaking to the media. She has to be very careful with what she says to the media, so she didn't get into the specifics. But based on what she said, it seems obvious that Donald Trump is one of the individuals who the special grand jury recommended to be criminally in indicted and that his name appears in the portions of the special grand jury report that remain under seal after Judge Robert McBurney unsealed portions, three portions of that special grand jury report last week. Let me explain. So what Emily Kors is telling the media that regarding the amount of people who the special grand jury recommended to be indicted, quote, it is not a short list, she states. She goes on to say, quote, I will tell you that if the judge releases the recommendations, it is not going to be some giant plot twist. She added, quote, you probably have a fair idea of what may be in there. I'm trying very hard to say that delicately. She then went on to say, quote, we definitely started with the first phone call. The call to Secretary Brad Raffensperger by Donald Trump on January 2nd, 2021, that was so publicized, she said. So if you're starting with that phone call and that the ultimate indictments being recommended um, are not going to be shocking, it's not going to be some giant plot twist, putting these pieces together of what she said, it seems evident and completely clear that Donald Trump is one of the individuals who were recommended to be criminally indicted by the special grand jury. Let me just talk to you about some terminology. I said the four person, also the four woman. You could use those interchangeably here. So Emily Kors was the leader of the special grand jury. She was appointed that by the other members of the special grand jury. There were 26 members of the special grand jury in Fulton County that heard evidence for approximately seven months. There were three alternates and 23 actual members of this special grand jury. Um, they prepared this report. They recommended their report be uh, released. Uh, the report was approximately eight pages in length. Three portions of the report were released last week. The introduction the conclusion and section eight. And on section eight, it stated that some of the witnesses who testified before the Fulton County special grand jury lied and they should be criminally prosecuted for perjury, but their names were not included in the report. So that section would be released and was released. So judge Robert McBurney, the Fulton County superior court judge who was provide, who was presiding over uh, this special grand jury uh, made it clear that while the Georgia statute says that if the special grand jury recommends the report be released as they did here, it shall be released. But he also made clear that with respect to the timing of when it is all released, it has to be balanced with respect to the possible due process rights, both under Georgia law and under the United States Constitution of individuals whose names appear in the report so as to not publicize it before indictment as that may be prejudicial to those individuals. And one of the things Judge Robert McBurney also made clear, this is especially the case, he said, when we are dealing with 
individuals who may not have even appeared before the special grand jury who were recommended for criminal indictment. So to me, given that mostly everybody in Trump's world was subpoenaed and compelled to testify before the Fulton County special grand jury, essentially other than Donald Trump, it was clear to me that that was also a reference about uh, Donald Trump. Now, one of the things that Donald Trump stated when the special, when the Fulton County special grand jury report was released, and you'll recall what I said about it, but Donald Trump manipulated the fact that Judge Robert McBurney would not release the full report to protect the due process rights of the individuals who the special grand jury recommended be indicted. Trump manipulated that to basically say, thank you. This is what he wrote. He said, I'm exonerated. He goes, thank you to the special grand jury in the great state of Georgia for your patriotism and courage. Total exoneration. The USA is very proud of you. And actually, this is the exact opposite of what the special grand jury report says. Just goes to show you the level and layers of disinformation that Trump injects and just how egregious and open and obvious it is sometimes. The very essence of what Judge McBurney was trying to do was to protect the due process rights of people who may be recommended for criminal indictment like Donald Trump. So that's why the name wasn't released, yet Donald Trump uses that and claims, I've been exonerated, I've been exonerated. Now, one of the things that I said here on the Midas Touch Network, and you'll see how this all relates, and I think I was very accurate there, Donald Trump wanted to bait members of the special grand jury to talk to the media and to basically say Donald Trump was, uh, we recommended that Donald Trump be criminally indicted in the report. Donald Trump is lying here. His name is in that. And as I said, in addition to trying to encourage members of the special grand jury to do that, I said by Trump saying that he was exonerated, what it would do, it was it would actually encourage members of the media to try to find these members of the special grand jury to try to ask them and bait them into basically going beyond Judge McBurney's order and revealing information that Judge McBurney has kept sealed, including the identity of uh, individuals who were recommended for criminal indictment. That's precisely what happened, right? The Associated Press, New York Times, they did their diligence in trying to find down the, these members of the special grand jury, and they found here the foreperson, the leader of the special grand jury, Emily Kors. But I want to give credit here, a lot of credit to Emily Kors, because she was very careful in her language. To me, that's another sign that Donald Trump is going to be criminally indicted and he's recommended to be criminally indicted in this report because you see how careful she was with her language. She understands the stakes here. She understands the import and importance of her role in history and the role of the special grand jury. And while she was willing to basically say some things like, you probably already have a fair idea of what may be in there. I'm trying very hard to say that delicately and that we then definitely started with the phone call, I want to give her credit for not just saying, frankly, what the New York Times and the AP and others were probably trying to get her to say, to basically admit that Trump is in the report. We can infer, of course, that's the case, but she did a great job not being baited. Because one of the things that I said is, while Donald Trump wants to terminate the Constitution and destroy habeas corpus and destroy all of our due process rights, MAGA Republicans love to play the victim. 
right? So one of the things Donald Trump would want to do here is if someone revealed his name, he wanted to debate them into doing that to say, oh, you see, Judge McBurney wanted to keep this seal and now they released my name and now my due process rights are violated. I won't be able to get a fair trial. The leakers, the leakers, they leaked it. They leaked it. My due process rights. I won't get a fair trial. Let's try to dismiss these charges against me. That's one of the tactics that Donald Trump is trying to employ here. And we need to give uh, here Emily Kors a great deal of credit for not being baited by that. I want to also remind you of the role of special grand juries in Fulton County. They actually don't have the power to indict. They have the power to make recommendations about indictments, which then go to a grand jury, special grand jury recommendations. Then the grand jury would ultimately make uh, the indictments and they could rely on hearsay. So they could rely on the report prepared by the special grand jury to make those indictment decisions. Um, but what we would see when the full report is released is a series of recommendations of people being indicted or recommendations for indictments. And as Emily Kors said, it is not a short list, Emily Kors said, adding that the jury had appended eight pages of legal code that we cited at various points in the report for what laws were actually um, being violated. You know, one of the other things that Donald Trump said to try to inject disinformation here that he posted on his social media platform, um, when the uh, certain portions, when the few portions were released, he wrote, quote, the long awaited important sections of the Georgia report, which do not even mention President Trump's name, have nothing to do with the president because President Trump did absolutely nothing wrong. The president participated in two perfect phone calls regarding election integrity in Georgia, which he is entitled to do. In fact, as president, it was President Trump's constitutional duty to ensure election safety, security, and integrity. Between the two calls, there were many officials and attorneys on the line, including the Secretary of State of Georgia, and no one objected, even slightly protested or hung up. President Trump will always keep fighting for true and honest elections in America. I mean, first of all, you are not the president. You are not President Trump. You are the former guy. You are a traitor treasonous insurrectionist who needs to be treated as such. Um, you then go on to say that the important sections of the report were released wrong. Actually, the least important sections of the report were released. The important sections, which contain the names of people who the special grand jury recommended to be criminally indicted, remain sealed. And it's obvious and evident based on what Emily Kors, the foreperson, the leader, the forewoman of the uh, special grand jury is saying that your name is one of the names recommended for criminal indictment. And you just go on to say the president, Trump, Trump, Trump. How many times can you keep on referring to yourself um, that way? It's just beyond weird that you keep referring to your name um, that way. And then when you call these perfect phone calls, I mean, just what a weird phrasing, perfect phone calls. I mean, no, you extorted Brad Raffensperger. They are the opposite of perfect phone calls. Those were criminal phone calls. And as Emily Kors said, that's where the special grand jury started with. When you said, find me 11,780 votes or else, that was a threat. And then you said, or else something bad is going to happen to you, Brad. By the way, Brad did object. Secretary of State Raffensperger did say, you're wrong. You don't have the power. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you're not getting accurate information. I can't find you votes. That would be unlawful for me to find you votes. And yes, Brad Raffensperger did not hang up and slam the phone on at that time a sitting president. Again, it offends me to even have to call you that as he's being extorted. But he had the fear that a crime was being committed such that he was recording the phone call and then turning over the evidence to the appropriate authorities, including his testimony that he gave before the special grand jury. So 
I think that there is, um, again, just this disinformation campaign taking place by Trump. But on the other hand, there is this obvious, uh, unquestionable, I think at this point, um, end point here that indeed Donald Trump's name is one of the names recommended for criminal indictments. I think Emily Kors, you got to give her credit, knowing what I told you about the traps Donald Trump tried to set, knowing how the media would want to press for those types of uh, answers. She did an incredible job providing just enough information to be transparent, but not enough that could ever be kind of questioned that she's somehow revealing some information that is currently under seal by the judge. Look, I think indictments are imminent, so we will keep you posted here on the Midas Touch Network as we learn more. Um, hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1 million subscribers thanks to your incredible support. So please hit the subscribe button right now. Help us get to 1 million. As we say, we are marching to 1 million subscribers in March. Help us get there. Also check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Midas Touch. You will love the content that we have at Patreon, but most importantly, it helps grow this independent media platform. That's how we do it with paid memberships at Patreon. Don't worry, you'll still get all your content for free here on YouTube, but if you want to help out wherever you are in the world, you can do that at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Thank you so much. At Midas Touch, we are unapologetically pro-democracy, and we demand justice and accountability. That's why we're spreading our message to Convict 45. That's right. Gear up right now with your Convict 45 tees and pins at store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.